Welcome to the Pro-Life Team Podcast. I'm here with Kathy and Peggy, and we're going to talk about the idea of helping your clients get married. So Kathy, I am so glad that you and Peggy are here. Would you mind introducing yourself as if you were talking to a group of executive directors of other clinics? So my name is Kathy Adesmendi, and um, I'm the director of Answers for Live Pregnancy Center. I've been a center director for about 33 years, and uh, my background is actually in social work. I have a master's in social work, so I really key in on clients and the client needs, and uh, really am excited about some innovative programs that we've started here at Answers for Life. I'm also one of the founders of Answers for Life uh, Pregnancy Center, which we began in 2013. Awesome. And Peggy, can you introduce yourself as well, please? Okay, I'm Peggy Elliott, and I have been with the Pregnancy Center since 2003 and been working with Kathy since then. I've done many things through the uh, Pregnancy Center ministry between uh, the material assistance, between the... Um, the medical uh, work we do, the uh, pregnancy center, act actually doing pregnancy tests and counseling and training and doing a lot of those things. And I, I'm currently the assistant director here at Answers for Life. Awesome. So, so the reason why we're doing this podcast is because it, I think your group is doing something, nothing short of amazing. It's a, you know, it is amazing. Um, so I want to find out what inspired you to offer a wedding the very first time? Like, what's the story that goes behind off, you know, helping a client with their wedding? Well, um, I love seeing clients. Don't get to see them as much as I used to, but we have a material assistance program here. So we see clients um, every month. Some of them we've seen for years, so we've had the opportunity to build relationship with them. Mm -hmm. So when they come in, we get a chance to talk to them about Christ, first of all, but also about their family situation, about their relationships. So I was just doing a material assistance appointment, as I often get to do when we're, we're overbooked, and this client I had seen before, just, we were just chatting, and so I asked her, um, you know, her, her living situation, found out she was living with her boyfriend and had been living with him for about 10 years. They had several children together, and um, so I just asked, have you thought about getting married? And she said, oh, that they had thought about it and had talked about it. Um, just backing up a second, she had actually prayed to receive Christ uh, several months prior to this and was going to church. We were discipling her again through the material assistance and just talking to her about, you know, her life and how to uh, see her life grow spiritually. And she said, yeah, she said, you know, I'm starting to feel, she didn't use the word convicted because she didn't know that word, but I, I'm starting to feel uncomfortable in this life, you know, relationship that They've been living together 10 years. I, I really don't feel like this is God, what God wants us to do. So we talked about that. We talked about the sanctity of marriage. We talked about how God will honor and bless her family um, when they got married. And so, so I said, you know, what's, what's standing in your way of getting married? And she said, we, we can't afford it. 
And in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, okay, we're talking thousands of dollars. We're talking the dress and the flowers and the church. She said, no. She said, we can't even afford the $83, which is what it costs in the state of Arizona, to buy a marriage license. And then on top of that, the other $80 that they would have to pay to have a judge marry them at the courthouse. That's why they weren't getting married. And so as a director, that, again, went to the back of my mind uh, and presented that at our next board meeting, the board of directors meeting. As a board, would you be willing to, you know, provide the finances needed so that our clients could get married? I didn't want anything standing in the way of them doing what God wanted them to do. And if it was finances, we were going to be there to help support them. And so the board agreed and um, went back to this client and talked to her about the program. So basically what we do is we pay for the marriage license um, after some counseling with me. And then we have a pastor who will marry them for free. And that is the use of his church. That's premarital counseling on his part also. And so they have that, again, it's, it's totally free. But then we also have other volunteers who've stepped up to the plate. We've got uh, a volunteer who actually owns a floral shop. Mm -hmm. And she has provided the bouquets and the boutonnieres. Um, another volunteer bakes a cake. Somebody takes pictures at the wedding. So it becomes part of what our volunteers are doing. And then the church started stepping in. Oh, we want to help. We want to do this. We want to, you know, provide them with a gift. We want to be able to have a place for them in the fellowship hall to have a reception. So it really becomes just a team effort. Mm -hmm. and, and the clients love it. And I even have a, a, a book of, of wedding pictures um, from some of the weddings that we've sponsored. When it comes to bringing someone to get premarital counseling, has that been part of this experience? Yes, and, and actually, um, I am a licensed counselor, and so I really enjoy doing the premarital counseling and marriage counseling, actually, afterwards. So basically then, I just work hand-in-hand -hand with the pastor, and I, I first introduce the couple to the concept of, of having their marriage, we call it a marriage scholarship, having their marriage uh, license and their, their ceremony paid for. But then I, I dig deeper than that, obviously. I talk to them about their relationship, how long they've known each other. Um, you know, obviously that foundation of Christ is so important as we weave that into the, the, the counseling and the biblical basis for marriage and the, the sanctity of marriage. So we talk about that. But again, you have to remember many of these clients who are getting married are clients that we've known in other aspects of the ministry. So it's just not like somebody walking in, you know, off the street, I want to get married. These are relationships that's mm -hmm. been built either through our material assistance program or through our free prenatal clinic where we, we get to build that relationship with them over the months. And so they're very comfortable coming in for counseling. They're very comfortable talking to the pastor. And basically our pastor, what, what we do is we have them actually meet here um, at the center with the pastor. Wow, that's so beautiful. It feels like all of these pieces that you're bringing are essentially building God's kingdom. They are, you know, helping more people get closer towards, you know, 
being ready for discipleship and knowing who Jesus is. Like, I feel like all these are, it's just an amazing tapestry of things that you're doing. Like the marriage counseling is just equally as beautiful as helping someone get, you know, provide the wedding. I mean, I mean, that's, I don't know how, which one's more important, but they're equally exciting to hear about. Um, so how would you describe, what, what are your thoughts on what God, how God views what you're doing when it helps helping people um, get ready to be married and helping them get married? How, how do you think God, what's God's will or God's heart on this work and idea? I talk about it as uh, we know it's a, it's a, it's, it's God himself blessing that marriage. I've talked to them about their relationship with the Lord individually, both of them. And then you want God's blessing in your marriage, because if you don't, if you're not getting married and God blesses that marriage, it's like a, a like a triangle. God is on top and you come together and with him on top, it's like a three, um, three ring, uh, three strand rope. You, it's very strong with God as center in their life. And I think God shines down on it and he blesses it. And he, he is very happy to be a part of that. And, and we talk about bringing your, your problems and bringing your things together and praying together and going to church together. And we come from such different variations of of families and and relationships and different things that we come together under but when we're when we've come to know the Lord and we've got him in our heart and we're seeking after what God would want us to do we we seem to blend better and we seem to be able to let our guard down and know that it's that we're not doing it that it's not about me it's not about her it's not about anybody else but what is it that God wants us to do in this marriage? And I like to, to bring it up as a, as you're not in it alone, okay? So you're, so you're praying, you've got a problem and you've got a problem, come together and know that God is in it with you. So, so many pregnancy clinics seem to have, um, that we're, you know, where pregnancy clinics are often trying to figure out how to better connect with churches, how you know, how to build those relationships. How do you think, how would you, what's your, what's been your experience with, you know, the wedding idea and, and the, you know, helping someone get married? How has that helped you, helped you connect to certain churches? Well, and I think the relationship is the relationship we've built with this one pastor, but other pastors as well. Obviously we have a pastor on our board, but um, Pastor Stu, actually we call him, our chaplain also, because not only does he help with the weddings, he mm-hmm. actually comes on Tuesday afternoons when we have our prenatal clinic, and he prays with each, with each and every couple who comes mm-hmm. in and, and has a, a prenatal visit. He shares uh, the gospel for those who are open to that. So this idea of having a pastor right on the center property during clinic hours has really expanded, I, mm-hmm. I believe, um, what we see mm-hmm. accomplished through this ministry. Mm-hmm. And that is obviously, yeah, we want to save babies, but we also want souls saved for the kingdom and mm-hmm. seeing those souls discipled. So we're, we're very much in tune with 
working with our church partners. In fact, so much so that the satellite centers that we have, um, we have two, we're going to be opening a third next year, are on church property. So this is that having that church congregation come alongside us and become volunteers and become directors of these satellite centers. It's just amazing what it's been like. It's a relationship. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it seems like um, one of the primary, uh, when it comes to a client, um, looking looking at what you say as being something that they want to trust and explore, I feel like the, the trust aspect is so key, and it, and it seems like the relationship you're building with the client allows for that trust to you know, be large enough for it to be an influence um, on certain decisions or for them to feel empowered to understand where they're going um, based on what, you know, what, that, you know, what that information you're providing and that love and advice in that, in that kind way. Um, how have, how have you seen that trust, that trust factor being, being built through this, essentially a gift of a wedding? How is that, you know, how is, and this might be past the decision of choosing life. This might be, or, or actually that's probably another sister question is when would this come up of talking about getting married? Is this after someone chooses to, to keep the baby and has the baby? Or is this something that might happen before that decision or in the middle of that decision? Actually, we've had both. Okay. Yes, we have mm-hmm. had clients who are actually pregnant um, who um, have gotten married through this program. Uh, we've actually, I've counseled with about 19 couples. Out of those 19, 16 actually we have helped get married. Um, so sometimes they're, you know, in their pregnancy, sometimes it's afterwards. Like this first couple, you know, again, they have been together for 10 years. And, and I think what it is, is, you know, when you accept Christ as your Savior, you realize, I can't keep living the way I've been living. Mm-hmm. And not only I can't, but I don't want to. And that's the work of the Holy Spirit. And, and part of the, the wedding, part of the marriage Mm-hmm. is is being able to talk to them about how God views marriage. And no, it's, it's not just a piece of paper. It's actually standing before God and saying your vows to each other. And I think so many of our clients, they might not even be able to say that, but I think so many of them want that. But in our society, you know, living together is kind of a norm. And so introducing them to that concept it's just that idea of, of feeling secure with somebody mm-hmm. and building that trust. I mean, marriage counseling, relationship counseling, premarital counseling, you're really bearing your soul um, when you're talking to somebody about those types of issues, whether it's with me or Peggy or somebody else. It really is um, a conversation that runs deep because you are being very transparent Um, at that point when you're talking about your relationship because we go into obviously your past what was your parents marriage like so many of our clients have no um, idea what a functional what a godly marriage is like what a, a marriage where two people love and honor and respect each other and so when I talk to them I talk to them about the fact that you know marriage is a lot more than just love in fact sometimes you don't love each other it's love, it's commitment, it's trust, it's respect. And those are the building blocks. And those are all godly building blocks. And so that's 
that's the beginning of, of what that looks like. Mm -hmm. So can you share a story of how you've seen God's fingerprints in this you know, with, 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 was he 16 or 19? I've counseled with 19 people. 16 have actually followed through. Okay. And actually we've helped with, with the wedding. So can you share a story of how you've seen God show up or how God's fingerprints have been involved? Like what, one of the stories that might come to mind perhaps? Teresa. Yeah. <laughs> you want to go first? We have one that uh, she had three, three, uh, three daughters, three girls, um, was in a very tumultuous uh, relationship, Did, never got married, but it was very abusive. It was, we've known her for a long, long time. We've always encouraged marriage. We're always talking about, um, uh, and she, she's so respectful. She says, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am. And she wants to do the right thing for her daughters. She finally met a young man that she went to school with, and uh, I believe they they got to know each other again. And she she came in and said, "We want to get married. We want to do the right thing." And he really loves me. And w it was just it was a joy to see how God had taken such a broken and such a tumultuous relationship for her to have this young man come into her life and see that God really actually brought them together. They'd known each other before, but brought them together in a way that, that they were thrilled to have a beautiful marriage, thrilled to want to get married, thrilled to do what, what God wanted them to do. And their church also helped them. We were able to go to the wedding with a about a hundred people came to the wedding. The little girls were flower girls, and it was just a joy to see two people come together through the relationship of, of us mentoring her and loving her and caring for her and seeing the joy on the girls' face and the two of them and continued to see what God has been doing in their life these last few years. In, in this particular client, like we said, we've known for years Mm -hmm. and um, was brought up in the foster care system. So again, yes. didn't have that foundation of, of godly parents to um, nurture. And I remember when she was in this abusive situation um, and I counseled with her about that, I just kept saying, God has something better for you. Mm -hmm. just, just hang in there. And she was, she was a struggling Christian. She was a new Christian. You know, God doesn't want you to live like this. Just, just hang in there, and just encouraging her to mm -hmm. to, to grow in her faith, and mm -hmm. just to see. Um, and they both go to church. Their family goes to church. She's involved in Bible study, and they're on baby number three since they've gotten married. So, you know, it's just the joy of of seeing this family come to Christ and get married and lay that foundation for their soon-to-be six children and seeing that these children are going to grow up in a godly home. Mm -hmm. so, so, Kathy, what might you say to an executive director who's listening to this about the idea of helping clients with that wedding step and the pre-marriage counseling step? What might you say to 
to prepare them for the good and the you know for the easy and the hard, the good and the bad. What you know, how would or or might, how would you promote this as being something that may, for them to consider doing? Uh, first, I would present it to your board and make sure you have your board on board with you um, because of the financial aspect. It's not much, but there is a financial aspect to it. And then um, train your volunteers. All of these referrals that I've had, they don't come from me. They come from our volunteer counselors as they're talking to mm-hmm. the clients about, about marriage and about you know what their lifestyle would look like. So it's really a lot of times it's it's the volunteer counselors bring me the name. Oh, I told her about the marriage scholarship program. She's so excited. And then mm-hmm. I, I contact them, have them come in with, with the um, fiancé. And then just to um, have that pastor relationship. So obviously then you have to work with a pastor, work mm-hmm. with one of your supporting churches, get a pastor on board with you. And then just everything just kind of comes along. I mean, the flowers and the dress and the cake, and it just really becomes a celebration. Mm-hmm. And um, it really has energized, I think, many of our counselors. Can you speak to the the wedding cake and the flowers? Did sometimes did people volunteer? You know, did people? Did you have donations for flowers in some of the scenarios? Or yeah, as I said, um, we do have somebody, uh, one of our counselors, who owns a flower shop, and so she does the the bouquets and the boutonnieres. Somebody else loves to bake, and so the you know small wedding cake. Somebody loves to take pictures. So mm-hmm. it's just a matter of people coming alongside, and God with just their brought gifts. them in yeah, with, with their, their gifts, gifts. Yeah. our volunteers and their gifts, mm-hmm. and then um, just to be able to celebrate with the client and and follow up with them. Well, what an amazing way for someone to celebrate their their gift of knowing how to bake wonderful, delicious cakes mm-hmm. in a way that actually serves God in a deep <laughs> and very right. you know very memorable way for this couple for them to. You know, so well, trying to help them tie that knot. <laughs> every, everybody would love that $20,000 wedding, but they can't do it. And, if, and so what we want to do is say, you know what, we can do this. And it, it can still be beautiful. It can still be precious. It can still be a blessing. It can still, um, you know, bring family together. It can still say, God, I want to do this in your presence and I want your blessing and I want it to, and it does change it just change their their relationships because God's in it and we've been to wedding receptions where mm-hmm. it was potluck there's nothing wrong with having a potluck wedding reception so I mean you you do it's what family. you can do and it's it, it does become family and mm-hmm. um just to be a part of that's been been amazing mm-hmm. so so Peggy what's it like to go to a wedding reception and to celebrate your client who you've helped along the way. To see, oh, to see the them. joy. Yeah. <laughs> How would you describe that joy? The joy, the, the excitement of knowing that they have, have come from where they've come from and where they're, they're going. And with God's blessing, it's just, it's, you're, you're, you're just exuberating that joy and that love and that excitement for them. And that's, there's nothing better than the joy. Yeah. It feels like a very tearful Mm-hmm. Joyful moment. Right. <laughs> it and is. just, just again, mm-hmm. we've had working clients. with them and, and celebrate, celebrating exactly. with them, and, and knowing that God is blessing 
um, the marriage and the wedding. Um, mm -hmm. We've had some clients come in and then maybe months later or weeks later or have a thought that they've been told, you know, or, you know, about the, the wedding, being able to uh, do the wedding. And they come back months later and say, I'd like to, to be able to Oh. Do this. And we want them yeah, we want them mm -hmm. to think about it. In fact, mm -hmm. I you know, when I when I first introduced this mm -hmm. because we don't want them to enter into this lightly, even mm -hmm. if it's free. I mean, you know, it's not the wedding as much as it is the marriage. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I talk to them, I want you guys to you know, take some time to think about this, talk about, about this. It you know, pray about this and, and mm -hmm. make sure this is what God wants you to do so that it's not entered into lightly. Mm -hmm. so, 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 Kathy, how would you describe your experience, you know, being at that wedding or reception and what emotions <laughs> do you experience while you observe? <laughs> it, was, it was just amazing <laughs> to see... Um, of course, I like the Converse tennis shoes that she wore in her wedding dress, too. <laughs> but uh, it's just just having known her, you know, known these clients and um, yep. see the growth uh, that God has done in their lives. And this is kind of the, kind of the, just the end piece of this. Not the end piece, but really a beginning piece. Yeah. But to see the pain and the hurt and, you know, bad relationships and to see God bless them. And see them happy. See them happy with with, hope. A, with, with a husband mm -hmm. who is going to be a provider and a protector and a godly man. It's, it really is exactly what we are about here. Mm -hmm. So there seems to be a trend in the pregnancy clinic world when it comes to some ministries helping. And this isn't new, but it, I mean... Essentially, I feel like there's a new trend when it comes to helping disciple clients mm -hmm. into a place of servant leadership or on that journey when, when some people want to go that distance. And I feel like this is definitely one of those pieces that could help prepare someone. You know, it could be part of their, their backstory of how they, were, how they arrive at a place to become a future servant leader, you know, working with their church community working with their new family, working with their, you know, their, their, um, their church family. Um, I feel like this is, this is one of those ideas that's helping people on that, you know, becoming a future servant leader. And not for everybody, but for some people, I think it would, this, is, this would probably be a, you know, another influential piece um, for some people's journeys towards becoming a future servant leader. And that's why, again, the key word is, is discipleship. It's, Seeing people come yeah. to Christ, but also seeing lives transformed by Christ. And just sometimes just even stepping back and watching what God will do mm -hmm. once you give them the opportunity mm -hmm. to really follow their dreams and, and live for Christ, not only as an individual client, but as a family. And that is, we want these children to grow up in Christian homes, bottom line. That's what it's all about. Mm -hmm. 